Hey, it's Michael Rosso, Film Photography Podcast. It's episode number 50, December 15th, 2011. I'm here in the studio with uh, Matt Marash. Hey, how's it going, guys? Dan Domi. What's up? And no John Fidelli. No. Oh. I want to say hi to everyone out there who's tuning in. This is the internet radio show for people who love to shoot film. Thinking about shooting film? Uh, shoot digital, but... Thinking about shooting. Oh, you said that. Already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fun. Getting back into film. Going into film. Yeah, getting back into film. You know, you may be saying, you know, what's or, all this? Or like us drowning in film. <laughs> what, what's all this about? You know, what's all this about film? Well, it's fun. Film. Oh my God, it's amazingly yeah. fun to shoot. So welcome everyone. Before I call John, I had, we should get Dan's side of the story. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. My understanding is that you went with John Fideli in yeah. an old jalopy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah. and what, no. do you, what did you call it? That was a uh, the Great Ghost. Oh. The Great. <laughs> yeah. You found the the car actually disappearing around you. Yeah. How no, was no. it driving that? Uh, it, it was weird because it was raining, and whenever I hit the brake, the car would veer a little bit to the oh, left. Oh yeah. Yeah. So good, I got good. correct for that whenever I. Dan, uh, in one of our pre-production, <laughs> pre-production <laughs> meetings, Dan showed up yeah. at the studio with Matt, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the phone rings. It's John Fideli, and he's like, "I got tickets for the Pixies concert." Stop. I want to oh. go. I'm like, no, I don't want to go. I'm like, Dan, you want to go? And your eyes yeah. lit up. Uh, yeah. Well, as soon as you said the Pixies, I love the Pixies. You love the Pixies. Yeah. What's their Matt most- didn't even know who the Pixies were. Yeah, what's are. with you? So, Pixies, so, what's right. the most famous song? Uh, probably Where Is My Mind. How's it uh, going? It was... Uh, um, yeah, demo. Where is my mind? Yeah. It, it was. Uh, it's at the end of uh, Fight Club, uh, oh, in the credits. Okay, you know that yeah. song. Okay. Yeah, that's Ooh. probably their most famous. Who's the the lead female singer? Uh, well, the female singer is uh, Kim Deal. She plays bass. Kim Deal, and she had yeah. her own group with her sister. Yeah, um, the Cannonballs. Yeah. Is it? Cra- yeah, yeah. How'd it go? I don't know. It's it's yeah. on the it's on the Spike Jones uh, music video DVD. He did it. Yeah, he did the video for that. Before we could even do any pre-production, like you were. Yeah. It was like I, I felt super bad. <laughs> uh, Dan was running out the door, door slammed shut. Yeah, I, I didn't want to leave you guys, but this is like a once in a lifetime, you know. Chance. Yeah. And plus, yeah. I, I've been itching to meet uh, John Fidelli. Everybody wants to go on a date so. with Fidelli. Yeah. yeah. We should I have to win a date with John Fidelli contest. Oh, my exactly. God. We would raise so much money. <laughs> yeah. It's the ladies' man. So you yeah. went. The Great uh-huh. Ghost, of course, is my mother's 1987 <laughs> Chrysler New Yorker. Okay. Classic car. So yeah. it's a sedan. Right. Uh, has 40,000 miles on it. It's a boat. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's only 40,000. Besides the steering issues, how was it? Uh, it was pretty good. Well, I was in rush hour traffic, so oh, okay. you know I didn't. It's kind of hard to accelerate. I found. Okay. It, I'm I'm used to a little bit uh, more sensitive gas pedal. Yeah, this is a car with a carburetor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In well, order he to told start me, it, he showed me how to pump the gas in order to get it. Years start. ago, this is going to sound to listeners. This is going to sound like when you just have to get out of the car and turn a crank. Yeah. In order to... Um, like in Looney Tunes. Yeah. In order to start the car, you have to pump the gas. Right. And then you start it. But in the mm-hmm. starting process, you have this whole, like, you know, drama. Like... Yeah. Struggle. Yeah. yeah. Is it going to go or is it not? Cars in the 70s and 80s were a struggle. Yeah. Especially on a really cold day. You know, oh, the whole thing yeah. was like... I don't know if I can go to school. Is the car going to start? <laughs> yeah. 
there was there was talk around my house of like plugging the car in overnight to keep it warm. Yeah, right? keep well, the block still, warm. Still do that in like Minnesota. Really? Yeah, engine block. So heaters. you get to John Fideli, right? And what is it like when you meet him? Oh, I ring the doorbell. Uh, he's a great guy. Just opens the door, welcomes me in. He's got three kids. Yes, he Madhouse. Does. You've heard about the three kids on the show. Yeah. Uh, and and also he posts a few uh, photos Pictures to every Flickr. Now and then. Yeah, okay. every kids, now and then. Uh, they greet you or are they scared of you? Uh, kind of quiet. They they were watching Scooby Doo on TV. Is that so, right? Yeah, that I was. I something was nothing on, to something them. on TV never changed. No, Scooby Doo yeah. is going to be there always forever. on. Yeah. yeah. John offers me a seltzer water. Did you, you take, did you take it? Yeah, it's nice. And did you have to wait for his wife to come home? Uh, no, that was the whole reason uh, I was able to go. She couldn't make she, the show. She backed out. Oh, yeah. so there was like a grandmother there. Uh, uh, either either his parents or his parents-in-law in those okay. showed up uh, oh. as we were leaving. A couple? Yeah. So a guy showed up. Hey, how you doing? No, no. Uh, John rolled down the window and uh, let them okay. know. Oh, you know, so and so's in bed. How does everyone feel? Does everyone feel like Max? We can hold out till Max, or are people like you yeah, feel yeah. a little shaky? I'm I'm good. You're, you're good. We're good, right? Yeah, I think so. So okay, you met John. Uh huh. You met the in-law, sort of. <laughs> kind of. You sorta. go to the beautiful Wellmont Theater. Oh my God! So it's it's pristine. What kind of seats did you get? Uh, well, uh, g- there was it was general admission. Did you stand in line in the rain? Yeah. Oh my God, we were soaked. Oh, you were soaked. I was soaked. You didn't care. No, not really. Did you sneak in the Olympus uh, Silas I Epic? I, I got the Silas Epic in my pocket. I had to make sure I kept the flash off. That's what this is about, by the way. Yeah. People are like, what are those guys talking about? The pixies. It's yeah. like, no, 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 no. Dan snuck in a camera, yeah. a film uh-huh. camera, right. and shot the pixies. Did you sneak down to a lower level? So no, get- no. There was the general admission, like standing Six. on the floor. I just shot it. And then there was the, uh, the balcony seats. We got front row on the balcony. Those are good. Yeah, they were good. So you could see the Pixies from where you were? Oh, yeah. It was really, it was an awesome show. It's not huge, the venue. No, no, but I've it's been just there. big enough. You needed a Stylus 80. Oh, the Zoom? Yeah. I think I, uh, I still have to process the, uh, the Tri-X. I, I think I got some pretty good pictures. How many exposures did you shoot? At the show in black and white, because I had Ektar in the, uh, in the camera when I showed up. I'm like, this ain't going to work. Did you shoot the, 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 the marquee and everything? Yeah. yeah. I tr- oh, the marquee. I didn't get that. Stoops. No. Yeah, I shot the ceiling. It's beautiful in there, you know? But then I finished the color up. I, I rewound a little prematurely just so I could put the black and white in. Concerts, you got to shoot black and white. Right. So And I shot like 20 shots. Everyone in the audience is like 40? No, no. A lot of young people. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, pixies are hip. That was a trick question. Yeah. That admits <laughs> that if you're 40, you're old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I see what you did. No, uh, it was a great show, too. They, they did, like, uh, their entire Doolittle album. Really? Yeah. They started off playing all the B-sides from the album, so songs nobody knows, and then they did their Doolittle album, and then a little encore of other songs. And everyone seemed, like, happy? Oh, yeah. It was a great show. The uh, Jack Black. Did Frank Black seem happy? <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody, uh, you'd never know that I think what well, they had some like uh, anger management issues or whatever in their history. They sure did. Yeah. But everybody, they, they look like they all love each other. Kim Deal was a little wacky. On stage? Yeah. <laughs> Hello? 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 Hello, John? 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 Sound like one of the kids. Sound like a kid. Yeah. yeah. Kid answer the phone. Ringy dingy. <laughs> One ringy dingy. Hello? John? Yes? It's Mike. Hi, Mike. 
How'd you, you? How'd your date with Dan go? Uh, it's great. I got to second base with him. Oh, <laughs> oh. that John. <laughs> we got Matt here. We got Dan here. Hey, I got two kids on two separate uh, toilets. Oh, <laughs> how was the show? Uh, it felt great. And we had like uh, we had one little episode that turned out well. At the end. What episode? Oh my god! What episode are you talking what are you, about? What episode? Well, and the funny thing is, as we're walking out, <laughs> walking out, I'm searching my fifty pockets for my my cell phone. I'm like, oh no, where's my cell phone? <laughs> okay, the, the door's open, honey. I'm like, oh no, I left my phone back at the seat. I was like, nope, I found it. So then we get all the way home, and we met and I oh, say goodnight, man. and uh, and uh, he calls me two minutes later, and I'm like, uh oh, Mike's. Mike's crummy car broke down. <laughs> but unfortunately, he had left his wallet behind. Is that yeah. true? I left my wallet at the theater. He left his wallet behind, so we had to go back and, and get it. And luckily, the, the honest uh, cleaning crew at the, uh, at the uh, theater found it, and everything was intact, and it was a very happy ending. Wow, that Dan, that we really lucked out. Oh, I really did. Yeah, he totally lucked out. All the cash was gone, though, right? No, no, the oh, cash was still in it. I gave him 20 bucks. Just for finding it, you know? Wow. John, things couldn't get better. Uh, Dan brought his uh, epic stylus along, took a bunch of shots, so very eager to see how those came out. Yeah, you could develop them yourself? Yeah. You take any shots of John? Uh, one at the end, you know, the MySpace shot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, well, I'm glad it all went went, went great, John. Yeah, well, well, you'll have to ask uh, Dan if he'll uh, have a second date with me. I'll have to see what his opinion is. Okay. Uh, you gotta bring me flowers, John. Uh, bring you flowers? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, I bought you a drink and a hot pretzel, man. That's uh, true, that hot counts pretzel, as flowers. That's second base, yeah. Yeah. That's about right. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a great night. The Pixies were a very fine form. It was the first night of their tour, which I was surprised to hear. Yeah. Oh. Those are always good nights. Yeah, yeah it was excellent. Well, you enjoy. I'm you gonna. Want me to bring them along. Maybe. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. No kids. All right, we're we're gonna call you later. All right, cool. All right, bye. Bye, John. Yeah, it was the first night of their tour. They're doing this uh, Doolittle tour, I guess. Hey, you know, for those tuning in, <laughs> this is the Film Photography Podcast, if you didn't know. Who the oh, hell welcome. Was that? <laughs> so this show, which is uh, episode number 50, 12, yeah. 15, 20, 11, and today we're going to be reading some letters. We haven't read letters in such a long time. Uh, we're going to be uh, doing a giveaway. We're giving away a pen E E3. Olympus. Olympus pen. This is, uh, this is a half-frame camera. Oh, one of those, yeah. Donated yeah. by our friend John Meadows from Toronto. Ah, yes. John, yes, of course. We're going to be reading some letters. We're going to be talking about, like, rentals. Did you know you could rent a film camera? I didn't. And uh, we have a great role in. Uh, Matt produced a piece uh, interviewing Scott Myvogel. Mm -hmm. And Scott runs the Aperture Photography and Variety Store in, am I correct in saying, in Cleveland, Ohio? Cleveland, Ohio, yeah. We have a a full slate here. We're also talking about this and that. And we'll be right back. You know, it's such fun to give somebody something they've never had before. It's what I got from my wife. Something so new, it wasn't even around last Christmas. It's the Kodak Pocket Instamatic Camera. There it is. No, it isn't. Where'd I put it? Gotta see this camera. It's about, oh, that big. To load it, you just slip in a film cartridge. She's gonna love it if I can find it. The great thing about it is it's so small, it's right in your, in your pocket. <laughs> it's even smaller than I remembered it being. Now I can show you how great it is. You can carry it with you wherever you Easy to load. Maybe a small camera, but it takes big, sharp, clear pictures. Look at these. Aren't those great? The Kodak Pocket Instamatic Camera starts at less than $28. The complete outfit's a little more. Just tell them to remember which pocket they put it in. The Kodak Pocket Instamatic Camera. 
Did you know that this year there is a Polaroid automatic land camera explosion? Hundreds of people have picked up Polaroid automatic land cameras because of FPP alone. Fuel your passion for instant photography and consider picking up a Polaroid automatic land camera right in the FPP store. All cameras are on my FPP workbench, are thoroughly tested, batteries reconfigured, and ready to drop into your hands. Stop by filmphotographystore.com and check it out. Hey, we're back. <laughs> Matt, what's going on? Not much. Keeping busy. Printing. What, uh, you know, uh, we've been so busy the last few uh, weeks, you know, talking about this, talking about that. Oh, yeah. Possible factory. What's going on in the 8x10 Matt Marash laboratory? Oh, well, I'm just, I'm, pr- I'm printing crazy. Always printing. You're doing like some kind of special super chrome something. Oh, the the, the carbon printing. You don't, you don't you don't even want to talk about it. I I want I want to reserve it. Like, oh, okay. If if yeah. people are really interested, Google carbon transfer printing. It's a very very. Do you wear a lab coat? You should. You should have a lab coat. I have, I have glasses too because the stuff's mess, Matt messy. Matt is deadly. really <laughs> digging in. The sensitizers, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Everything else is this secret, good. Dan? Did you know about this? This is not carbon dating. No. Oh. <laughs> carbon dating is easier no. than this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's that's fantastic. So you want to keep this under wraps for a while? I want to keep it pretty under wraps. Um, I don't have any of the, the prints. I've pr- if you want to see a print of mine, you have to come see me. Yeah. I'm, oh. not, I'm not putting any uh, pictures right. online just Scans. because it's... Uh, Special does nothing justice. You you saw the prints. oh yeah yeah yeah. Two, I, I still need to see Two D does not do it justice. And are you still taking you still taking the Eastman eight by ten out? Oh, uh, as much as I can. Uh, I the one a day is well passed over. I went okay. I went from the first day of summer a little bit into the first uh, first couple of days of fall. Okay. Ended up with just over a hundred images. And it's now, like a now, box. Yeah, and now I'm, no like a, no it's uh, four it boxes. Four boxes. Four oh. boxes of film. Oh, I'm still thinking four by five. I'm yeah, sorry. they don't sell hundred sheets anymore. You know, now I'm just printing those and. Out of that came the barbershop project, so I'm, I'm still going to you know random barbershops that I like, old-timey shops, let, taking their picture. Right. What's and, the road up here? Frank the Barber Road or something? No. For real? I saw a road sign so it said Frank the Barber. There's a lot of barbers around here. It's quite possible. A ton possible. of barbers, yeah. Yeah. I get two right on Main Street. So, yeah, I'm just doing that. I'm printing so much silver gelatin printing. I'm toying around with the idea that, you know, because a lot of folks, they, they love holding a silver gelatin print, seeing it for themselves. So I'm toying around with the idea of, you know, offering some prints. Matt had to explain. The most amazing thing I found is that it's not like you have to shoot it. You take any negative, black yeah. and white mostly. Black and white, yeah. And make a silver gel- silver? Silver gelatin. Yeah, that's black and white only, yeah. Okay, that's not a carbon print. No, no, the carbon print, I can take any, <clears throat> any black mind. and white negative. My mind is blown. Yeah. I'm, I'm here just fiddle-fallin' with the uh, Polaroid 500 film. You want me to go get yeah. one so we can have Dan's reaction of the carbon? No? Okay. Oh, Dan's, yeah. Was yeah. that in the car? No, they're it. right there. Right over there. Okay, oh. we're going we're gonna to do something special here, although it does nothing right. for people listening because you can't see it. Right. Well, <laughs> Dan's going to describe it. Matt. Um, but I'm also going to get up and uh, get, okay. the, 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 get the Olympus E3 e- pen right. camera. Right. So right now, Dan is actually the only person on my. Yeah, Matt. Um, Say whatever you want. Okay. Chance. Everyone, everyone's walking away. Yeah, I'm the only one left on the on the show. Hey, Matt. Uh, you you mentioned you're toying around with the idea of silver gelatin printing. You mean like offering it a as a service or something? Not necessarily a service, but just selling my own prints. Oh, selling your own. Okay. Yeah, selling my own from my 8x10 project. Okay. So Because I can project up to, with the enlarger, I can make up to 32x40s. Oh, okay, yeah. With the 8x10 enlarger. I can go bigger, but I don't have the, the money for the paper. Right. 
Me, I'm sort of stuck around eight by ten, eleven. Yeah, I, reg- by I regularly print uh, yeah. eight by ten, eleven by fourteen, and sixteen by twenty. Yeah, these uh, are the carbon prints. These are just some of them. There's more in the car. Okay, but uh, a carbon now, print. Carbon printing is a contact printing process. Contact print only. Yeah, with Basically, ultraviolet light, UV light, yeah. and you take uh, like Jello gelatin flavor, yeah. uh, unflavored gelatin. Unflavored. Don't do the strawberry stuff. You add sugar, and then you add watercolor, so it can be monochrome, but any color you want. This is a very, very raw sketch of it. You shoot yeah. into it with the UV light, soak it in water, you yeah. sandwich it to another sheet of paper, and then yep. you sandwich let it, it. Sandwich it. Sandwich it. Squeegee it. You let transfer it. this the, the leftover gelatin that's black onto another paper. Well, it's, it's all black, yeah. but it's just sensitized and hardened. So yeah. the UV light hardens it chemically, so right. it raises the, the boiling point of the gelatin higher. Then you put it in hot water, yeah. and the, the unexposed gelatin, you know, from the, the... Melts away. From the density melts away, and then you and you peel the transfer off, uh-huh. and the image, once it's good and set, even on, old, like, uh, old fixed-out paper, yeah. will last easily 200 years. Yeah. And there's no silver in the. There's actual, no metal. That's the yeah. best part. And the best since part yeah. since the carbon is is poured on a little thick, you can control the thickness and sensitization and all that stuff. Yeah. It's a it's a relief image. Exactly. So it's three D. It's, it's very three D. Here's the most three D one I have. It's actually a kind of an F print, but you can okay, really yeah, get can an see. idea of the the, oh, dimen- yeah. the dimensionality. Yeah, you guys you guys have to see this. We have some guests in the studio today. They're off this mic. This is uh, for those who can't see. This is um, what kind of paper is this? Photo paper. That's fixed like? out. That's fixed out Ilford uh, portfolio RC okay. paper. Yeah, it's a resin coated paper. A- There's a layer of black material um, with a little black border around it. Um, and it's a picture of a tree. And of course, there's all uh, sorts of cracks in the bark and everything. And uh, if you hold it up to light, it's kind of like looking at Kodachrome, if you ever do that. Yes, you know, I mentioned. It's yeah. a very thin relief, you know, so it's actually kind of 3D. The more black something is, the thicker it is. Yep, and it's all based on how you pour the gelatin and the, yeah. the density of the negative. Has yeah, a lot I've, to do I've with looked it. into the process myself, and I've got yeah, all the, a the materials... One. And stuff, and it, it's got a very, it's a very uh, ultra low contrast image, much like a platinum palladium. A right. lot of people that like platinum palladium like this because it's a very cheap to do, but takes way too long to make the print. Yeah. That's the other thing; these can get these can get wet, and it's not going to really do too much. Right, they dry very actively. There's no There's metal. Sort in. of like a, a that's frilling. Hair of uh, frilling. Frilling. Okay. Frillings when you. Uh, it's very easy to mess these up. They take about four days to make one print. Some people say you can do it in a day, but you have to be really like crazy dedicated to it, and I, yeah. I'm not. But yeah, it's a very crazy process and you know i i don't want to advertise too much of it online because i'm just right. i'm building up my we experience haven't at it, it yet. No, i haven't I, even tried it so. exactly <laughs> you'll um it's a patience builder yeah. you make a couple of these prints and silver printing is like polaroid yeah exactly. <laughs> compared to this uh, so i'm looking forward to trying it out but uh yeah i'll show you guys some more prints at max yeah there we go oh max because the good ones nice. the good ones yeah I haven't you mentioned you. max and mike can chime back he's in. back in he's, he's woken up what do you got there, Mike? You guys, I have a, uh, this is our donated camera. Oh We're going to be giving this camera away. It's an mm. Olympus Pen E E3. Looks like a snazzy trip. It does. Yeah. And I'm, are you familiar with these, Dan? Uh, a little bit. You know, it was, it was uh, Dave Mahali. Dave Mahali shot Olympus. with one at the Midwest meetup. Yeah, the, he's crazy for Olympus. I, I don't know if he has one of these. He did. He had, he had one at he the did? meetup. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was like, oh, what's this, what's this viewfinder? It's all, it's all a portrait. And he said, no, it's a half frame. Oh, okay. Is it a fixed focus? I can't find a focus. Let me see this. I found the uh, no, no, ISO. No two blokes, mountain, no. none of that? Well, there is uh, one 1.5234 meters. It's on auto right now. For auto. Flash. Oh, no, it's for flash, so that could be like a, a, a aperture 
guide, you know? Yeah, but it's, it's, I see no focus whatsoever. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not seeing it. Let's take a look. I think it might fixed be focus. focus. Whoa, look at that camera. Oh, you, you, you snuck a shot? You gotta yeah. sneak a shot. Okay. Yeah. Hasselblad, Mike. Mike's, you gotta try. Mike's slowly gotta try getting him. into Hasselblad. Gotta do it, man. Um, I've been shooting with Mamiya 645. Oh, you know what? Let's... And I actually called Matt. I'm like, Matt, I don't know, man. I don't know if I, if I really like the focus screen on this. And I'm dying to, like, look through the house scene to see what it looks like. You gotta. I'll bring it, I'll bring it to Max. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to be giving away the the Olympus Pen E3 solid little camera. This is a 35 millimeter. Did I say hello to everybody? Did I say welcome to the show? Hi guys. Uh, we yeah, we did. We yeah, did. We okay, good, good. good. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> this is what's known as a half frame camera. It takes 35 millimeter film, and if you are shooting a 36 exposure roll, you get 72. 72. Shots. That's fantastic. It's half frame because it's literally it's literal like. Yeah, you look like through, just chopping that. It's yeah. chopping the frame in half. And uh, I've been going chrome crazy, yeah. which we're going to be talking about on a future episode. Chrome crazy. I've been shooting chrome. I'm shooting a roll of um, uh, outdated uh, Ektachrome 400HC daylight film uh, in the uh, Olympus Pen E3. E- Did anyone out there see the... Um, Bill Cunningham documentary. Bill I saw the preview. I did not see the whole thing. It is uh, Bill was the uh, um, street photographer, fashion, fashion, big fashion, fashion uh, photographer at the New York Times, and uh, and I found it amazingly awesome. I've said many times that we all get dressed for Bill. Okay, this is Bill Cunningham on the street this week. There's no reason to be doom and gloom and think that fashion is finished. The best fashion show is definitely on the street. Always has been and always will. We're all blank canvases when we get up in the morning and we paint ourselves. Street style emerged at the same point that Bill got a camera. He's been documenting me since I was a kid and it's one snap, two snaps, or he ignores you, which is death. Bill's fingerprints are all over everything he does because he's never, ever, ever sold out one inch of anything. Put her here and put her over here. Put it on. Stop your antics. Put it up there. (laughs) Damn you, kids. I have the feeling that he doesn't sit down and talk to people too much. I have no idea about his private life. I have no idea if he's lonely. I once went to his studio. Have you been there? This is my clothes closet. Does he still sleep on the cabinets? Who the hell wants a kitchen and a bathroom? You see, if you don't take money, they can't tell you what to do. That's the key to the whole thing. <laughs> New York society becomes harder and harder to define. Bill is a true egalitarian. However, that doesn't mean he isn't aware of cultural vision and hierarchies. He just treats it all the same. I'm not interested in celebrities with their free dresses. I'm interested in clothes. I would come into a place and he would say, oh, thank God you're here. Everybody here looks so boring. If we all went out looking like slob like me, it'd be a pretty dreary world. The wider world that perceives fashion as a frivolity that should be done away with, the point is that fashion is the armor to survive the reality of everyday life. I don't think you could do away with it. It would be like doing away with civilization. That's what I think. (laughs) So in order to win a camera at the FPP, all you really need to do is... um, Hit up the site. Hit up the site, filmphotographyproject.com. Go to the giveaway button, and you'll see uh, a shot of the Olympus Pen E3. Uh, This is donated by John Meadows. Of course, John, if you recall, from from the early days... Uh, we supported his Kodachrome walk in yeah. Toronto, Ontario. I believe it was late. Was that 2010 or 2009? 2010, I believe. 10. 
2010. I couldn't make it, but a bunch of folks went. I've never seen a camera like this before, so whenever we get a camera in like this, uh, most folks here have mentioned, oh, it looks like the trip a little bit, and it does. There was also uh, another Olympus rangefinder that looked kind of like that trip. I think it was the 35RC. Really? Or something like that, or SP. Yeah. I don't know. They're all great cameras, though. They yeah. just they make a... A lot of yeah. good, consistent quality. Olympus, man, they're, they're cameras, man. Now, what's the plus of having a half-frame camera? Is it e- economics? It has to be, so, yeah. yeah. Someone who is a consumer who's like, you know, like your dad, who'd be like, a, no, I want to get 72 frames out of a 30. Like, who really want to yeah. squeeze. Or, you know what it could be? You know how you like the graininess of 110 it, images? It's just a so little much? little tighter than one, yeah. 110 grain, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled to be giving it a test before we uh, pass it along. That's even smaller than the yeah, it is. It? It's smaller, yeah. yeah. I didn't look through it yet. It's oh. interesting that it's default portrait mode, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Turn it. Is there film in here? Yeah. Yeah. Where are you shooting? Are you sleeping? <laughs> Actochrome 400 HC Daylight. Expired 1994. <laughs> Be interesting. 94. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, let's take a quick break. Uh, you'll be lucky. Sorry? Olympus Trip AF. No, no. Couldn't snap tweets. You want to get on in this game? Get yourself a complicated camera. No point. This does the lot. Yeah. All's magic focus. Sure. All's magic exposure. Yeah. Even tells you if you need a flash. No, too simple, son. Too simple by half. Give us away, Banjo Long. Hi, Bailey. Hello, Sean. Bailey. What, David Bailey? Stone me. I've got all your records. Olympus Trip AF. Too simple by half. Polaroid's SX70 sonar and Time Zero Super Color. The perfect Christmas combination. Like egg and nog. The finest instant camera and the fastest developing color. Huh? This gets much closer than any other instant. If you right through the lens, the focus is automatic. And this sharp, bright color comes up in seconds. No other camera does that. That is close. What other cameras do that? Name one. Well, I'm thinking. You only got till Christmas. Hey, we're back. Matt, you know, uh, you came in by the studio for a pre-production meeting, and I had this, like, uh, looks like a passport, but it's actually a price. Yeah. What's it called? Price port? Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, it's called the price port. Yeah. You know, I had completely forgotten, but when I saw that, I got that in the mail. I remember. I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot about that. Do you know that you could rent, like, a TLR? Yeah, I I knew you could rent some of the higher medium format stuff. You could rent... A camera from a rental house. So yeah. let's say you shoot, want to shoot 120 and you've never done it before. Yeah. You can just go rent it for the day, try yeah. it out. See if you like it. Or try before you buy. Yeah. yeah. But very few places have the, the, the stock, really, that the Adorama does. I mean, right. this is pretty much limited yeah. to you know, NYCers. Yeah. yeah. We don't know if they could do mail order. I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. I just know that looking through the prices in here, these guys are easily the best. Like okay. price wise, because the You've online, around. yeah, the online rental places for like the digital equipment and the flash stuff, like these guys are half easily those prices. Oh, nice. Did uh, so anyone coming to New York, uh, for example, uh, our good friend from the UK, Rabia? Yes, she was on the U- UK photo walk. Yeah, this is information I forgot about, but. <laughs> Let's say you've never shot with a camera, or you you're coming from England. You don't want to pack. You don't want to take a, you know, a, a huge camera with you. Right, you might break it. Yeah, somebody just, else might break it for you. You just walk down to Adorama and you just rent one. Yeah. It, Do you have to set something up, like call ahead and say, Oh, I need you to have... Well, you just have to call ahead and see if they have the stock. Right. But usually, I'm guessing by the, the number of things in here, they have lots of... It's yeah, conceivable of that B&H does it as well. Very much so. But I kind of like right. this, the little passport. Oh. It's the... Price port. Price yeah. port, yeah. 
Yeah. And they have the they have day rates, uh, multiple day rates, weekend rates. I, I like the weekend rates because the weekend is usually a good deal. Right. It's oh, a yeah? little it's a little less than two two days straight up. It's like uh, it's like the price for one point four days or something. Okay, so it actually gets a little cheaper if you rent it for the whole. Weekend. The longer you rent it with any of the rental companies, the cheaper it gets. Nice. And Fantastic. Then, and then the insurance. Like the, the, you know, I broke it insurance mm-hmm. is always like a flat rate. So okay. the longer you have it, the, the more, more tier advantage less, it is. Uh, waste it is. Yes, very yeah. much. Uh, but some of these get really, the prices get really crazy really quick, but most of that's with the newest digital gear, the really high end now, stuff. Now, you have a beautiful Mamiya, you have a Hassie. What is it that you would rent? Well, nothing. I don't, I, don't, I don't see an 8x10 in here, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they might. They, I, do, I know do a lot they have of large format lenses you could rent? Um, I don't know. I know they do in the used section, they have a lot of stuff. I don't see anything in here that, that's specifically large format, but I know they do rent out 4x5s. So I'd probably really? rent one of those out. Thanks. I, I might rent an, actually, you know what? I, I'd rent an RZ. Z, try it, it out. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Oh, you haven't you, you haven't used an RZ? Yet? I well, I had the RB, and right. then I sold the RB to buy the a, the six four five. Oh, you sold the R. Okay. Because the the six seven is like a weird. It's an in between for me. If it's heavy enough you know that what? like I might tripod it, and if I'm gonna tripod something, tripod it. It's gonna yeah. be like eight by ten. Yeah, and well, you know, six by seven. I don't know. There's something about the square of the Hasselblad. Oh yeah, square easily you know? is, is better. There's but. something about that square, Mike. <laughs> there is something about the square. I was, you, you know about uh, Polaroid Zip. Oh, you know? I love it. I love yeah. the square. Yeah. Yeah. I use the Mamiya 645M, and you know what? I want the damn thing to be square. Mm-hmm. Because you're sh- shooting medium format. You want a square. Yeah. You might look into the uh, Mamiya 6, which is a square oh. rangefinder. It's very I, small form factor. Those are rare, though, aren't they? No, they have the old folders, and they have the, oh. newer, the newer modern ones. Those ones are a little more rare. Okay. That's, hey, he, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. What do we got? Here's a quick letter. Uh, this is uh, uh, from Mercedes. It says, really? thanks, Mercedes, like the car. Mercedes says, what are your thoughts on the Vivitar 252 Flash for older cameras in general, not just Polaroid? I'm actually gearing this up to throw to Dan. Yeah. I know you sell it with your sexy FPP number 268 kit, <laughs> but I'm looking for a versatile, a versatile one to use with my Rolamat MX and Yashica A. Hmm, as well okay. as with my Polaroid 100 and 250 LAN cameras and my crazy modded 110A. The more cameras I can use a flash, the better. I would love to hear your opinion. Dan, what is your opinion on the Viv 252? Yeah, I got uh, some experience with it. Um, in the uh, Remember that one night of the Midwest meetup where we all went out on the town? Yeah. Yeah, I had the... Uh, I, Mike had a, a 252, uh, and I was... I only had my uh, rangefinder that had like uh, high-speed film in it, so and that doesn't even have a hot shoe. It just has a little uh, regular cold shoe right. on the top, and all it's got is a little PC cord. And I'm like, I'm effed. Yes, you know? <laughs> I don't have a flash. And Mike points out you can. It, it's got like a little PC cord tucked into it. Underneath. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just un- unravel it and stick it in, and you're done. And it's got a, a hot shoe and a uh, hot connection. Shoe. So if you have a hot shoe or a cold shoe, Works or ways. even just a little PC cord, and you're willing to hold the hold flash, it. which is not know, heavy. I mean, yeah, it's not. It's tiny, really. It's a pocket flash. Yeah, and it's uh, high output too. Yeah, yeah. And the PC cord and a lot of uh, flashes, like that mm-hmm. one I, the junker I gave you. Yeah, the PC hangs off the side. Like that's. Yeah. You know, this is really. This was quite a flash. The Viv- nice. Vivitar. It, Vivitar made a lot of good flashes. Like I. Yeah, it's a nice general purpose flash. Like if mm-hmm. if you can't uh, you know, stick on your 
like Nikon Speedlight or whatever you got something that's only got a hot shoe on it. Yeah, what what would, what would you call it? Like it's personal. Like it's it's like duct tape. It's like the duct tape it's of flash. Every camera. Yeah. yeah, there's very few cameras you can you can't you could use this with every camera. Yeah, yeah. I, I slam I'm a big it on the fan of the 285 because it's a little bigger. 285, little, the, the the big old guy. Yeah, oh, okay. Oh, right. High output. So. I like this guy. You could slam it on the side of the Shika A, which I've mm-hmm. done. Yeah. I've used it on the uh, Lubitel 166U. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've used it on the Polaroids, of course. Yeah. So I used it on the Konica Auto S2. We do sell this at the FPP store. I highly recommend yeah. it. I might pick up another one. I don't know. I have like three of them. Oh, you do? Yeah, one from 1981. My dad gave it to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then two other spares because I tend to like they get lost around the studio. You have right. to have backup flashes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so buy, not only do we recommend it, buy two. Yeah. Absolutely. FPP has a eBay store. Right. Which I don't even know. It's like myworld.ebay.com slash film photography project. A gentleman by the name of Dave Handler purchased three cameras. Wow. Uh, nice. Polaroid automatic land cameras. And then he sends me an email. It's like, hey, we love film over here. I look at his address. It's called PhotoWorks San Francisco. Uh, and Matt, you said you know these guys. Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard of them before. So. Yeah. It's a location in San Francisco. It's been under the same ownership since 1987, PhotoWorks San Francisco. It's mm-hmm. met the needs of the SF Bay Area photo community and beyond. They were a simple neighborhood one-hour photo lab, okay. and as time progressed, they attract more high-end amateurs and high-end professionals. Okay. They dropped the one-hour concept, and they, they evolved into a hybrid, hybrid photo lab. Pros now. They're real pros now. So I'm sure they have an awesome shop. So if anyone in San Francisco, uh, drop in on Dave Handler and say, hey, you know, it's always great when I get... Someone buys something from the shop, and it's like, oh, my God, it's this guy. And we talk about him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, it's that guy. <laughs> you know? <What? laughs> no. let's, uh, let's read a letter. Matt. Sure. Right. What do we got? Yeah, what do you got? Uh, let me fish around. Roll the dice. Let's see what we got. Get a letter from Beat Bilson. Beat Bilson. Whoa. What a great name. What's Beat have to say? Beat Bilson says, hey, guys. I just wanted to say, hey, just gotten back to your podcast after being absent for nearly a year. At first, the lack of, of Dwayne confused me, but now I hear they stepped down. <laughs> I'm very I'm very much enjoying the new cast, but enjoying catching up with the episodes. He has a data input job and everyone, <laughs> that everyone tells me must be so boring, but I really don't mind it. And it means I get to listen to FPP all day long. It was really easy to catch up. Well, I like lack of Dwayne, like, you know, Dwayne is a uh, vitamin or something, and we have scurvy. <laughs> Dwayne efficiency. Yeah. We need an IV. <laughs> so, the, oh, the only problem is that he hears about all these great giveaways and these great pack cameras, but he can't get any. Oh, because he's okay. listening to it a year later. Yeah. Oh. He now really wants a 420. Yeah. Okay. Good cam. But at the moment, he's shooting his Olympus OM2 and his great. Pentax 6.7. So, he's a 6.7 oh, guy. We just talked, he's, you know, just talked about that. He's set. Yeah, that's the that's the giant SLR. Yeah, six oh, by seven. That? Um, um, in in New York City. Yeah, one of, one of our meetup listeners. Ah, had it. I can't remember his name. But now I'm beginning. John. I'm getting beginning Clore. to feel the John Clore. Yeah, yeah. I'm beginning to feel the Polaroid itch thanks to you guys. And just wanted to say, love the shoes. Keep up the good hard work. Regards, Beat Bilson. Awesome. Thanks, Beat. I like when people drift away and they come back and we're still here. Yeah, that's, that's kind of like cool. the fact that we're still here. Yeah, we're still here, and yeah. like you, it's like not that big of a deal. You just catch up, yeah. you know. Just oh, those guys. You know oh how John Lennon had the lost weekend? Yeah, that he was actually catching up on a year's worth of FPP. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. With Harry Nilsson, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
I know so, that story. So people tune in and like if after a year like, wow, who's this new guy? Like new guy? He's not even new guy anymore. Yeah, no, I'm old. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad you're back. What else you got? Here's here's a good Letter. one. Yeah, do it. No, all right. This is from Sellers Ber- Bergener. Oh, I know Sellers. Peter Sellers. (laughs) I know Sellers. No, he says, how to pronounce your name? Like Peter Sellers. Nice. Oh, okay. Okay. So, he's from from Decatur, Georgia. And Mike, you repaired his 250 land camera, and he's smitten with it. He sent it to me. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Sellers sent me. I'm a real sucker. I really shouldn't (laughs) keep this in the show. Like, someone, like, calls and, like... Uh, emails me and like, oh man, you know, I can't get this to work. I'm like, I'm like, eh, just send it in. Oh, eh, and I repair them. Yeah, yeah, free. So a couple shows back, yes, he heard about these fantastic ghost hunting cameras. <laughs> so he went on the bay and bought a couple for his wife. Oh wow! And guess what? A- imagine that when he got his package, he got them from Leslie at Imagine That. <laughs> Absolutely, because she sold so many. She said she sold over two hundred. Uh, on the bay just in no. October. Yeah. No of this way. year. Uh, yeah, oh uh, yeah, this year. Did did she uh was she the source for the one you used in the studio? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, Birthday present. And then, and then yeah, oh, and then, okay. then Mike went to, to buy some more. I didn't and know it was her. And then no didn't know it was Leslie, so she ended up donating and Mike got him on the on the free. Oh wow. We have a few stash for next year. Okay. This is the Ghost Hunter camera. They're so hot because everybody lo- everybody loves them because they they combine the e- the ease of the disposable camera, but it's just got that little My parents mystery. flipped out when they saw <laughs> pictures because I took pictures and I didn't tell them it was a ghost camera. they were camera. pretty close. Okay. You know, yeah. like the general direction and placement of the stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They wanted one, so I gave them one. Right. You know, so it's not Halloween anymore, but if you want the Ghost <laughs> Hunter camera... Um, you know what? Christmas is coming up. Use it like a Jacob Marley kind of thing. You could use it as a Jacob Marley kind of thing, absolutely. They're yeah. just letting us know that he got him from Imagine. That's that's cool. Well, thanks, sellers. We appreciate you uh, <laughs> you um, uh, touching base. You were right. The, the Canon EOS lens, 50mm, 1.4. 300. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're not cheap, those EOS. We were t- a pre-production meeting, we were talking about the... Uh, EOS, because Mike's getting a little right. bit into them. The yeah, EOS, I so but I was like, Mike, you don't want to buy these lenses because nope. they're all they're all the digital, digital lenses. lenses. Yeah, I'm a Canon FD guy. Yeah, Canon FD lenses. And those are cheap. AE1, yeah. T50, T90, mm-hmm. and I have an EOS that I never yeah. used. So I took it out for a spin. And I was yeah. complaining to Matt. I'm like, you know, it's got a 35 to 80 lens. It's like, eh, can I get some, some prime lenses with this? Not cheap. He's like, get a 50. That's not. Yeah. Bad. He's like, not cheap. No. <laughs> Five hundred dollars okay. for what? The lens. Fifty one four. Fifty one four. A one point four fifty millimeter Canon EOS. I, I picked one up for like three hundred. One point eight hundred bucks. Yeah, one point eight. They call it the plastic yeah, fantastic. When you, get, when you have like the amount of gas, no, like, I, you just can't deal with a one point eight anymore. That must have jumped because uh, I got a fifty they, millimeter. All of their lenses have jumped. Next letter. Which ones are done? These are done. Those done. Here we go. This is from Jerry Martelli. She has a general question for us. Hello, she? all. She, he, Jerry. I'm okay. not sure. It's it's the the ambiguous Jerry spelling. So, hello, all. I'm a recent convert back to film after many years away from it. I guess you you could say I've got a bad case of gas since I started the switch back. I currently have a Canon EOS five and oh. EOS Eland two, a Canonette QL seventeen G three. That's the, oh, the rain, range little rangefinder guy. Tiny. An Agfaclac. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and a Mamiya 645 Super. 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 So having said that, I'm also developing my own C41 at home in Tetanol. Yeah. Nice. C41. And I'm looking for some tips on a film scanner. Mike, what, what, what scanner should, should they get? <laughs> Epson V700. That's it. That's, that's, what it. I, that's what I use. That's what Dan that's uses. Yeah. 
John uses. Dane Drew. uses. Yeah. Dane uses. Yeah. What you, Alex uses the the five hundred. There's a new V six hundred. Wow. Shop around, but I mean, all of us. I we always just say have, the V seven hundred. We just well, have cut V700. right to it. Like yeah. uh, Dane, of course. I said, what scanner? The HP. This. I'm like, listen. You gonna do a lot of scanning? Yes. Just cut right to yeah. it. If you're gonna do a lot, you know you're gonna do a lot. Just. Cut the BS and get. I told you know Dane because Dane was shooting thirty five millimeter. I'm like, okay. listen, you have a serious case of gas, which is gear acquisition syndrome. Before you know he's you know, gonna shoot one twenty. He already he's shooting one twenty. Yeah. Six twenty, same as one twenty. Yeah. And four, you know, four by five. As soon as he corner. finds a four by five camera, yep. it's got the slide holder too. If he tries yep. to go E six. Oh, I told him. I'm like, when you know. are you gonna when are you gonna start sh- shooting slides? He's like, oh, probably pretty soon. Yeah. So V seven hundred will V seven hundred. Jerry also mentions, I can already hear it coming from the podcast. What? No Polaroid? <laughs> well, we haven't talked about Polaroid this episode. So, oh, yes. Well, there you go. Open yeah. the gates. So, <laughs> it's, it's like somebody wished that we Well, Jerry says, we sorry, I didn't like them when they, were, when they were new on the market, just like all of us. W- wasn't yeah. interested until it was gone. Didn't know yeah. what we had. Really enjoying the podcast. Very informative. And not to mention entertaining. Thanks much, Jerry Martelli. Fantastic. Thanks, it's like, Jerry. It's like people are wishing for Christmas that we stop talking about Polaroid for a second. <laughs> Almost got it. Almost. Almost. One more letter. One more letter? Yes, please. All right, let's see. We got... Uh, Shake it picking up. Picking a good one. <laughs> picking a good one. Picking a good one. That's got a picture on it. This does have a picture. Look at this. This is from Mitch Lynn. That's Mitch. He lives in Australia. Yeah. It's a picture of him and my good friend Kelly White. Oh, look at this. Mike, here. You want, oh. you want to give Kelly a Kelly White, the first person I met on Flickr when I joined in 2008. Really? I saw her photography. She paints with light. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Your photography is absolutely amazing. I sent her Flickr mail, mm-hmm. and uh, we've been like Flickr buddies ever since. Nice. Mitch writes... Uh, because there was a show recently uh, of Kelly's work. Uh, after a while of listening to the show, that I, de- I definitely had to say hi and throw you some salutations from Australia. See, John's not here to, to read it in Australian. <laughs> I recently just had a small exhibition of images at a coffee shop gallery here in Townsville, Queensland. Pre- predominantly light painting and experimental lighting and almost exclusively shot on film and developed here in my laundry. <laughs> the original plan for the show was to develop the prints in Caffinol with a solution I've been working on on honing, though sadly ran out of time coming up to the show. If the stories are, be, are to be believed, I've been toting a camera since I was three. I shot with the EOS series Canon bodies and their, and their line of t- prime lenses. Ooh. Very nice. Just talking about that. Mostly Ilford Pan F+. Oh, I love that film. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it again, see what happens. Ilford Pan F+. Nice. And Velvia for color. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Top recommendation for listeners wanting to do their own color transparency processing at home, a.k.a. E6. Yeah. Yeah. E6. Is a three-bath kit from Tetanol. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, the, or the, uh, the Arista three-bath kit. They right. have a It gives gorgeous, stuff. gorgeous saturation and fine grain from almost any emulsion you want to push through it. I know Kelly White is a friend of the show and also a very good friend of mine. I've known her for, for a few years, and it was her that introduced me to the concept of painting with light and a new outlook on extended exposures. Great. I've attached a photo of Kelly and I from the exhibit opening on Saturday night. Props for the show, guys. May you continue your, your sterling endeavors and continue to educate. Educate. Educate, educate. yes. That's People right. think they're learning something. <laughs> Mitch, thank you very much for the letter. I think it's awesome. I haven't had I I haven't personally had the patience 
to paint with light. Oh yeah. And long it's really it's a it's a whole experience and you have to deal with light pollution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's a really an amazing process. Uh Kelly has done a wonderful job of mastering it. Uh very thought-provoking images. They're really r- wonderful images. I'm really really glad to hear from from uh, Mitch. Thanks Mitch. Thanks. Nice. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. Hey, this is Michael Rosso. Did you know that the Film Photography Podcast is listener-supported? That's right. Without you, there is no Film Photography Podcast, which is why we need your help. Please consider donating to the Film Photography Podcast by going to filmphotographypodcast.com and in the upper right-hand corner, clicking the Donate button. Your donation will keep the Film Photography Podcast running through 2012. Any purchase that you make in the Film Photography Podcast store will also support the Film Photography Podcast. Let's keep these shoes coming. Mm, that's right, yeah. Support the Film Photography Podcast. Yeah. Know what you're getting me for Christmas? Yep. Got a motor? Yep. Bucket seats? No seats. You stand up in it? Nobody ever has. Give me a hint. Well, you press a button and it gives you a prize. You got me a gumball machine. It's a lot of fun for everybody. It's the simplest one in the world. It's got a motor. You press a button. It's the simplest one in the world. You didn't. It's a one step. But you get those free. Hey, we're back. Matt, you went on the road and you interviewed uh, Scott from Aperture Photography and Variety Store. Yeah, also known as Aperture Tremont. Yes, Aperture Tremont. It's aperturetremont.com. That's A-P-E-R-T-U-R-E-T-R-E-M-O-N-T.com. Now, Matt, is this the first gig that you bought a, uh, a sound recorder, or did you have it from the photo? Well, no, I, I'd, send a, I'd send away for years. We'd been sending it back and forth when I would do, when I would do bits. You but, bought your own. But, you know, I was like, I just got to get my own because we're going to be doing this too much. Shipping is going to add up. It's a Zoom recorder. The, so you The could, Zoom H2. Yeah. yeah, the Zoom, Zoom H2. You can record. I should probably get one of those. Absolutely. They're great. They're great. I can, I, I can interview absolutely nobody in central Pennsylvania. Interview, <laughs> interview a cow. Yeah. <laughs> but how, how did you hear about Aperture Photography and what led you to, you know, go do this interview? Well, I was going through Cleveland on business. I had heard about the Aperture Variety Store from one of the Impossible newsletters because Aperture was actually the very first impossible project partner store back when they weren't really giving their film out to anybody to s- distribute so he was the first guy and uh, as you'll find out in the interview he kind of scott kind of got in with them at the right you know right place right time sent an email kind of got uh, kind of got pushy about you know hey i want to i want to do this for you guys he got the the partnership with them started selling the film and he just runs this really neat little it's it used to be a soda shop Okay. So it's kind of a, it is just a variety store. There's lots of uh, really nice old film cameras in there, all, re, all refurbished in good working all, order. All cameras, though. There's no, like, uh, like you know, you can't buy, like, you know. You can buy film. But you can't buy, like, loaf of bread. No, no. Do they just, still sell soda? They don't sell, okay. still sell soda. Okay, it's all film. It's all, it's all film cameras and film. And I think he's got, like, some T-shirts in there. You can buy a brand-new pinhole camera. He makes pinhole cameras. Oh, oh he nice. makes them. Yeah, nice. it makes pin- the really nice little uh, six by nine pinhole cameras oh, or six nice. by twelve. It's it's one of those two great well, cameras. One twenty, uh, one twenty okay, camera. Yeah, yeah. and in the back he also has a gallery. Really nice space for 
just sh- uh, doing small shows. But they, they bring in a lot of people because being in uh, being in the middle of Cleveland, there's lots of uh, lots of little get-togethers they can have. They bring in bands. They have some nice food from local local uh, high-class restaurants. Oh, it brings bands in. Yeah, it really it has the space for it. Yeah, there's some space back there. Good, so good. Could handle the smooth sailors. Yeah, yeah. smooth sailors. Uh, 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 you know, you know, tour of U.S. 2012. Yeah. yeah. Sailing the Midwest. Ooh, there you go. But yeah, uh, Scott's a great guy. I, I stopped in myself, and I really liked the place. And he had this really cool. What got the conversation started was he had this really cool um, impossible film, like the the beta film, the PX yeah. beta film, and it was a picture of this barber shop. I'm like, hey, where is this? <laughs> it was All State Barber College, and you're I was ripping like, off my ideas. Yeah, I was like, I was <laughs> no, no. I was just like, this is well, it was just the outside. It was kind of like a right. Mike Rosso shot, like the signage right. pointing up. And I was like, this place is great. I got to go there. So he told me right where to go. I just stumbled in with the eight by ten i was like hey who's the boss you know who's who can i go talk tony to? danza did you, <laughs> did you <laughs> so did you go first then you set up the interview or you just i set up the interview afterward well i was so thankful that he got me in at this he told me the where this barber shop was and then i ended up taking like 12 shots with the eight by ten at this barber college i was so thankful i was like hey right. how can we you know how can we help you out because he, he you know he does pretty good business online and everything but he you know it, it's hard to get people to come into a physical store just about film photography very hard to spark the interest from you know Joe, anybody? So no, yeah, film photography is you know it's a it's a niche, and if you're not in a big city, is it, Cleveland's a big city? It's it's big, but it's uh, it's definitely coming back from you know like it's not they're definitely not going the way like city, some cities ha- have gone in the in the Midwest like Detroit. You know it's it's really coming so back. They're nice, going uphill. Nice part, yeah, very uphill. There. Old Detroit. Ni- yeah. Nice parts of town. Detroit's coming New back Detroit. Too, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Robocop. <laughs> oh, Robocop. That's so, insane movie. So, Matt, it's awesome. How long did it take you to get to? Cleveland's about two and a half hours from where I'm at. It's not bad. So, no, but, it, you know, if I really, if I want to buy Impossible, i got to drive two and a half hours. So He also has some really cool, um, he had some 4x5 Polaroid when I was there, too. He, he stocked up on some, some stuff, some pack film. I think he bought some uh, 108 from you. He did? Yeah. Loves the wow. stuff. Wow, he has some 4x5 Polaroid? No, I think he wants to shoot it, because he gave me a call. Uh, he, he, he's getting into 4x5 now. Is it the single loaders or the, like, like... The single sheets, the single really sheets. good ones, the good stuff, color. Wow. So he's, you know, he's really starting to get the, the bug for large format. He's including uh, film into... He does weddings and stuff, too, kind of digital stuff on the side. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool shop. Um, he wants to get into the education kind of aspect of it, really get people interested and engaged and know they can come here and... Right. And get their film. Let's go to the videotape. Oh, yeah. As Warner Wolf used to say. Yeah. Let's go to the videotape. Hey, everybody. Matt Mirage here for the Film Photography Podcast. Uh, we have a special little bit today. I'm here with Mr. Scott Myvogel of the Aperture Tremont Variety Store here in downtown Cleveland. Welcome to the show, Scott. Thank you very much, Matt. This place, it's... Uh, it's awesome. It's got such a, a vintage feel to it. What can you say about the store? Well, it has a vintage feel because when we signed the lease, there was a vintage bar in the store. And we can't exactly move it out of here, so we had to use it the best that we could. And I think it worked perfectly because we kind of wanted a store like that anyway. So there is a very large bar in here which holds a lot of our cameras and our film and field notes and all that good stuff. So the store is definitely a vintage type store. Most of our cameras are older than, I guess, 20 years. We don't really have anything in here any newer than maybe mid-90s, and those would just be Polaroids. So all of our 35mm, 120, 620s, those are all, all super old. We sell film, we sell cameras, we sell prints, we have shows, exhibits, try to teach as many classes as we can. We hold uh, Polaroid walks maybe once every month and a half. 
We are a official partner store of Impossible Project. We were the first, and as of now, we're one of only two in the country still. They have many, many dealer stores, but um, official partner stores takes it to a whole new level. They require additional knowledge and skills to be a partner store. So um, we are very, very, very fortunate to be one of those stores. Um, it's helped us tremendously and without it, don't really know how well we would keep up with it. We get a lot of business through Impossible and the fact that we have so many Polaroids and the film for it as well. So uh, what all Polaroids do you, do you serve here? It looks like you have just about everything they've ever made. I think so. We don't always have it. Our stock definitely changes, you know, dealing with used vintage gear. It comes and goes, but we definitely keep a consistent stock of the folding SX-70s, the plastic SX-70s, the 600 series, the Spectras. We pretty much have a consistent stock uh, of that. Uh, the automatic land cameras, you know, series one through 400s, we usually have about four or five of those on hand at all times. They're all clean, refurbished, tested, new batteries. They're pretty much ready to go uh, the second you walk out the door. So I think that puts us um, ahead of many of the camera stores out there right now too. A lot of times you walk in and they're dirty, they smell, you don't know if they work or not, but. Yeah, we just call those uh, beater cams on the show. Indeed, indeed. No beater cams in here. Everything is uh, clean and ready to roll. Well, that's fantastic. We have uh, on the show a, a really strong listener base, both for pack films and some of the, the, the modern integral films, 600, SX-70, and things like that. So being a impossible partner store, when something, say, they announce it on the site, you get it right away, right? They don't send it to me right away. It's pretty much our call to decide what we carry and what we don't carry. I oh, so they don't like boss you around and say, hey, you're gonna be putting this in the store no, next week. No. Oh, okay. Not at all, not at all. They they let us know ahead of time, hey, we're gonna be releasing the new PX70 in a couple weeks, just, just letting you know. So um, I can't, we can't carry everything they have. They have so many films. Um, it's, it's very expensive. We don't make a whole lot of money off reselling the film, but we have to, you know. We had to remain a big yeah. partner store like that. Uh, of course, of course, but no, we, we have film for all the cameras, but we don't have the gray frame and the black frame and the color. You know, right now I have color and black frame. The gray frame, I don't carry. And when they had a few issues with the uh, the 680 film, not the first flush, after the uh, the real batch came out. Yeah. They, yeah, there was some issues with that. Undeveloped areas in the top, little triangle, I guess. Right up there. Yep, the, yep. yep. So the we didn't carry that for a while because the PX70 worked in 600 series cameras with a small adjustment to the light level. So... I didn't carry that stuff because I didn't feel like dealing with the phone calls and the people coming back in asking, oh, why is it doing this? Why is it doing this? So the PX70 worked perfect. We carried that. We didn't carry the 680. Now it switched around. Well, it just sounds like a really good working relationship, though, because you can kind of pick and choose as you go and you call the shots, but you, you have the film, which is just a, a step above a lot of places. Uh, this is the only store I know in the state of Ohio. Well, no, the second store because uh, Midwest Photo sells has like a booth with like three packs of impossible yeah, yeah, film yeah. yeah down columbus yeah. yeah hour and a half to columbus or two hours to cleveland but i think i drive two hours to cleveland <laughs> because this is a this is a pretty sweet looking shop thanks man thanks we we definitely have a lot of the film impossible hooks they finally released their expired stuff to the partner stores so i'm able to sell the soft tone now and the image and the chocolate film and the blue film that's Ooh, i might have to pick some of the uh, yeah, yeah. the chocolate film today that's good stuff no you should that's that's my favorite film so they released a whole mess load of film to us other than their actual film, which that was a big deal for us. They do not sell the chocolate and blue anymore, but we do. Oh, that's great. Yeah, because I, I know, they, I knew they, they were blowing it out at $11 a pack in yeah. August, and then it just dropped off. Yep, they gave it to the, their uh, partner stores. 
Well, that's fine. I'll, I'll buy it off you just fine. Thanks, man. Thanks. Do <laughs> you have any more of that sepia film? That was my favorite. No, no. Oh. They, they didn't offer that to us. Oh, man. We, I, I just finished writing a blog for FPP on how to shoot the sepia film because a lot of p- folks, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's very tough. And translating f-stops to this plastic knob doesn't sure. always work so <laughs> well on a land camera. No, absolutely. Absolutely. It is beautiful film. And I really have only shot about four packs of it. I like the chuckle stuff a little bit more. Yeah, I, I did some research on the sepia film, and it seems like it was a 3200 speed film. 32 is marketed at it's, 16, I believe, 16 it, or 18. Yeah, and the reason is is because it's just an older stock oh, that, really? that lost speed sure. as uh, during the production process. So they decided to call it 15 or 1600, whatever it nice. was. And and from there you have to compensate even more. So we did like a elaborate thing on it, and it, people seem to like it. And you just kind of it, it needs a lot of love. I see you have a couple uh, like Holga Lamography stickers. Uh, what all cameras do you offer like new for sale? Sure, um, we do have a partnership with Lamography as well. We sell Holgas, we sell Dianas. I can't carry everything that they have as well. They have a ton of stuff. Oh man, it's ridiculous. You know, we'll have the this Spinner 360 in here every once in a while. Those are fun cams. Yeah, for sure, for sure. The basic Holgas, the basic Dianas, uh, lenses, accessories. Yeah, that might be that might be it for that. We don't we don't get crazy into the filmography uh, world, but a lot of our customers come in here. We have a whole fridge full of 120 film, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah, I have to. We have shows based around Holgas and Dianas. We have one up right now. Our first show, not at our place. It's downtown at a restaurant on East 4th Street, and it's all based around Holgas and Dianas. Oh, that's just great. It seems like Cleveland's really picking up on the analog vibe. Oh, they definitely are. It took us, you know, three months, three, four months for people to even realize that we were here. But once they did, we traveled fast, and... A lot of people are joining us for these Polaroid walks now. A ton of people come to our shows. I mean, last winter, two feet of snow on the ground, and there was a line out the door to get their Polaroid portrait taken. Oh, that's fantastic. It was. It was a great night, absolutely. And it was the dead of winter. So we do something like that in the summer. It's much easier for them to to come on out. Yeah, so how often do you do uh, Polaroid walks? You know, we're in the middle of fall right now, and uh, I'm sure people are just itching to shoot some of that like 600 get those nice vibrant colors going sure sure we've had three so far we're going to do another one probably first week of october second week of october i want the colors to start changing a little bit uh lamography does walks as well but they get a big bus to drive around new york city it's very convenient for them to do that we cannot get a bus so we have to carpool so i don't like to go too far away from our home base right here in tremont okay so we've done a walk in Tremont. We did a walk in Ohio City, um, which is, I don't know, a couple blocks away. I don't really don't know what's going to be next, but we'll see. Well, that just sounds great, though, like getting somebody's like old Volkswagen van with a bunch of Polaroid. Yeah, absolutely. If have we, some fun. If we had one of those available, we would absolutely take it. We've been toying around with the idea of an FPP van that just goes across the country podcasting and doing meetups. That'd be great, man. That'd be great. If you guys can swing that, do it. We've been we've been toying with the idea for so long. Mike and John they they went to the UK actually in in nice. June because uh, half of our listener base is out of is out of the UK. Half of them really? Yeah, wow. we have a, we have a huge international listener base, and it's the, the support for analog photography is all over the world. Oh, absolutely! And everybody's shooting film, and some just some places in the world, people are like, films never left. Sure. It's always been such a big priority, just because some of the digital technology just le- you know doesn't make it out, out mm-hmm. places as fast. And by the time it does, there's something new. And yep, yep. with you know, they, if they had their their Roly or their Hasselblad, they just kept shooting it. No, absolutely. Half of our followers on Facebook and Twitter are overseas. 
I'm shipping to Milan and London and Australia. I shipped to Australia like crazy. I have a lot of Flickr contacts and Google Plus and all them that are in Australia. Yeah. I, I need to uh, I need to have them do an FPP meetup because I'd love to go to Australia. Sure. No <laughs> doubt, no doubt. That'd be a, a two week journey out there for sure. Easily. Mm -hmm. Just so much cool stuff to to take in here. There's there's pack cameras to my left, old vintage 120 folders to my right. There's there's cases full of 35 millimeter. Whoa, what what are these, Scott? <laughs> Uh, I just pointed at our pinhole collection. We we designed these pinholes. Um, we finally were able to release them about two months ago. It took us about three months to to get the design perfectly. We uh, we have them take 120 film. My father makes them. Um, they're made out of solid oak. They're laser drilled uh, lenses, and we have multiple colors, this and that. But like I said, it took us about three months. Version two, version three, version four. You know, I was always going out testing these things. But we finally perfected it, and uh, I think it's really gonna pick up. Yeah, it looks like it takes uh, 120 film. What size image does this pinhole camera create? Anything 120 will will create, you know? Um, like, like a six by nine, six by 12, anything? No, they're squares. Like, they're oh, they're squares, squares. okay. Yeah, yeah. That was what took the longest, I think, Figuring to get the image to be perfect on the negative, just like if you were shooting you know, a Raleigh or a, or a Holger or something like that. Oh, so it's a standard focal length? It's not like a super wide like most it, pinholes are? It's pretty wide. It's pretty wide, but you don't, you see the edge of the shot, all four sides. Oh, wow. Okay. On the negatives. So That's great. It fits in there perfectly. 12 shots fit on there perfectly. There's a window on the back so you can advance and you know what you're doing. That's just great. The the pinhole, they, they look very, like very sturdy cameras. Might have to go pick one up. Oh, ahead, awesome. These, I'm walking toward this this glorious coated oak camera. It's got a very sturdy little shutter. You you put it down to close and open right there. Look at that little pinhole. Oh man, such. Oh, it's got. It's about f one eighty. F one eighty. Wow. Just great. And you have the little stoppers in there, your film advance, red window. You need the red window. Yes, indeed. Serial numbers. This is, you got everything you need. This is just great. So great we'll little stocking stuffers. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. They come with a roll of film, packaging, all that. Very nice. Now, what kind of a, what kind of film would you recommend somebody shooting a, a pinhole camera like this? I would say 100 speed, whatever you want, but 100 speed. 100 speed? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Okay. Um, outdoors on a sunny day you get about four second five second exposure so you put 400 speed in there you're down to a one to two seconds which i don't really know how fast your hand can move to For, open and close, to open and close it yeah and that's not kind of like what pinholes about pinholes about the slowing down yeah, of course if we were shooting in here i have a light meter on my phone so i use that to meter with these pinholes but if we were shooting in here right now it's about two and a half minutes okay that's we we're pretty shooting good. down there down the hall two and a half minutes man there's just there's just so much cool stuff here guys i, I wish everybody from fpp could at least visit the aperture store once uh, i mean or just go online and take a virtual tour and check out everything that they have they have so much cool stuff if folks want to uh, if folks want to visit the Aperture website, where can they go? It's Aperture Tremont. Tremont is a neighborhood that we are in, and Aperture.com is obviously taken, so. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Aperture Tremont, T-R-E-M-O-N-T, -E is the site, and as soon as you go to the site, you get the Facebook, you get the Twitter, you get the blog, you get all that good stuff. So um, Facebook is definitely the, the place to follow. Is that where you're the most active? Yeah, for sure. You know, daily posts, not nothing crazy, but we get a new stock of cameras in, we get a new stock of film, I'll let you guys know on there. It's just the, the easiest way to follow it, I guess. Well, no, that's a good idea because we have a, 
it's, it's always hard to recommend one place, especially when it's, when it's big enough that it has all the different social media outlets. Which one do you follow? You know, re- let's really get down to the, the nuts and bolts and see. Find us on Facebook. That's the, the best way to contact us and check out what we're doing. So Yeah, absolutely. There's a contact section on our website as well. For our listeners here, you were telling me you're going to offer us, uh, FPP listeners, uh, an exclusive discount? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you guys are listening to this podcast now. Um, as soon as it's over, you can head to our site. If you go to our online store, purchase whatever you want at the end, put in promo code FPP10. It's a 10% discount on anything you see on the site. So the promo code is FPP10, and that should, uh, it should save you 10% on whatever you purchase. Well, that sounds great. Thanks a lot, Scott. No worries. No worries. Thank you guys for listening. You know, it's great that we have this worldwide community, basically, that uh, we're all doing the same thing. Yeah, and you offer uh, worldwide shipping, right? Yeah, yeah. We, sh- we have shipped. That's a big one with our listeners. I know, I know. Um, the shipping, you should see it right on the website. It's uh, pretty standard to, to any country. Awesome. That's what we like to hear. And just keep us here at FPP up to date on anything and everything that's going new with you guys. We'd love to stop by again. Uh, love to have a show here. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, I, I think that's already uh, that's already uh, a go. So awesome. Well, have a good one, Scott. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it, man. Matt, awesome. Thanks. It was it was so much fun doing the interview. Scott's <laughs> it, a great guy. It's it's so nice to find a shop that's devoted to film photography. It is, and in a place like Cleveland, I think it's it's iconic that it's it's happening in a place like Cleveland because yeah. Cleveland's really really coming back. There's a lot of kids interested in in you know moving to kind of kind of a big city so right. cleveland's just the perfect size and it's a great place to have it. it's a really nice side of town he's got good restaurants nearby good uh, live music it's it's really happening down there Fantastic. and there's talk of maybe a maybe a show going in there with a certain certain kid that shoots eight by ten so we'll, oh what we'll show see, we'll see well the details are still being hammered out so we should get a show in there with a kid that shoots eight by ten with a band playing that's, like the that's, the plan, that's the plan so far very nice well listen that brings us to the end of this show I want to thank everyone for um, for tuning in. I want to thank everyone for a really, really fantastic year. It's gone by so yeah. fast. It's gone by really fast. I'm glad we're able to do like new shows. I haven't had to resort to like the happy days, doing happy the com- days. the comp show where you do clip like show? Oh, yeah. clip show. Hey, yeah, remember no when, clip shows. Remember when like Fonzie had no place to go on Christmas? <laughs> and he's like eating like a can of beans in his like garage. So I'm really thrilled. It's been a really this has been a great year. Yeah. This has been a great year. It has been. We had uh, photo walks. Pack cameras. Pack yeah. cameras. <laughs> uh, we went to England. Polaroid cameras. Yeah. You know. Uh, Back we're ta- to New York. Yeah. yeah. New, New York, York. New York twice. New York twice. Ohio. Pack cameras. Yeah. Big shot. Big shot. Flash More cubes. Pack cameras. Flash cubes. <laughs> Mike got a 4x5. Oh, 4x5. I would say for film photography, it's been best year ever. So, great yeah thanks everyone for tuning in and uh, enjoy this season i know this is a season where you know people get together and you know sometimes good or bad you have to, like visit relatives <laughs> <laughs> looking for looking for a cheap present buy a buy a polaroid for someone buy polaroid, buy film cameras polaroid automatic out. pack camera and it's like lickety mm-hmm. split it's like you order it boom the next day stocking stuffers buy some film yeah that's right exactly. buy some buy some <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear it. You heard it. Did you hear the John Fideli commercial on the Dane show? He did oh, like yeah. he's like, no, you got to do it like Crazy Eddie. Yeah, Crazy Eddie. We got this. We got what? Yeah. He's like, we got the Polaroid 100. We got the 250. The 350. The 450. We got the 1050. The 750. Oh, we got that too. Uh, we'll go out with a uh, a uh, song from John Fideli. Cool. Of one of his yeah. one of his bands. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's, he doesn't have a solo album out yet? Oh, imagine that John Fidelli solo album. Yeah. You could produce it. I could. What kind of music would it be? Uh, something better than Paul McCartney 2. Oh. Uh, that's what he would say, though. That Paul McCartney 2 is pretty good. That's, uh... Oh, no, it would be better than, uh... What was he, that? The Love album? Beach Boys? Beach Boys, love, uh... Love You. Love You. Okay. That was... And Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, Love Beach. These are all, like, the, the bomb albums. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. But if you, uh... John secretly likes Paul McCartney. Does he? Ask him. He'll be like, oh, McCartney. Like, the... the, the the second solo album is called McCartney, I think. Okay. You're not familiar Which with that? Which one? It's just called McCartney. Is that the one with him, it just his face on the cover? Ram is on there. Uh, oh, oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. McCartney 2, 10 years later, was, you know, the sequel. Yeah. You know, it was like yeah. Temporary Secretary on it. Right, I heard that. It was kind of hard to get into. Well, listen really to folks out there. Time of year, you go on the Amazon.com, listen to samples from McCartney too. Yeah, listen to samples while you're yeah. buying film. Why? Yeah. <laughs> while you're buying, you have don't buy it on Amazon. You have two windows open. You no. have the film photography store, store. Yeah. store.com open, and you have the you know the Amazon, Amazon MP3 yeah. player. Exactly. <laughs> so hey, uh, anything? What did I leave out? Nothing. You know, let us know how your holidays went. So, you know, tell us what tell us what go- film goodies you got for Christmas. Yeah. You bought yourself or somebody bought for you. Film photography or uh, Mike Michael Rosso at filmphotographyproject.com. Oh, yeah. yeah. uh, you gave the wrong email address. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. You're, no, it's fine. I had a re- I re- digitally replaced it. Oh, good. Yeah. On the Dane show, yeah. it's like you're like, hey, Matt Mirage, you can reach me at that. It just cuts into no, podcast at. Fi- no, you did the Gmail podcast. That's the only clip Gmail. I had. Oh, you should do uh, uh, podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Right. It's been the fun. Outtakes, the blooper reel. Yeah, the blooper reel. It's been really fun and looking forward to the next show. Spend your New Year's Day with us. If you're out on New Year's Eve, like hanging from telephone poles or swinging from chandeliers, <laughs> what you do is you, you drop two Alka-Seltzers. Yeah. And New Year's Day, you just hang out with us. As you wake up from being face down in a ditch, <laughs> you know, set your iPod the night before to update automatically right. so that you can listen to us on the FPP. Right. And if you're going to complain about the download time, don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, have patience. That's what film photography is about. It's all about that. Yeah. Speak. Cool. You know what? The uh, the lower bit rate thing is good for that. Really? Yeah. Because, you know, it's... Uh, it's not that you have uh, a slower connection, but so many people right. at once, you know, try and get the podcast. Yeah, that's all. It is. As, as Matt says, be cool. Just be cool. Yeah. Just, hey, yeah. just chill out. Just be, yeah, shut up. No violence. <laughs> no, I said chill out. Oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up. No <laughs> violence. And this year we got 2012 coming up. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll have the Pixies play. Yeah. In the FPP studio. <laughs> we'll, we'll invite Frank Black to the studio. Frank Black with Brian Wilson here doing his Gershwin album. <laughs> Anything can yeah. happen. Anything can happen. FPP 2012. Oh, that's nice. FPP 2012. Can't wait. Can't wait. See you guys soon.
Hello? Oh, hello. Hey, it's, it's Michael Rosso here in the FPP editing room. And I forgot to, you know, tell everyone out there that we'll be back next week with the Studio Z Wrecking Crew. You know, the B team. That's John Fideli, Dane MacGyver Johnson, and me. So set set your Sony Walkman to tune in to Film Photography Podcast next week, December 22nd, 2011. I've heard these tales before When they used to mean so much She shows her happy head 